Welcome to the effects loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Marissa. And I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by the Effects Sloop and Sinusoid giveaway. So we've got a giveaway on our Instagram. When this episode drops, you will still have a few more days left. If you're listening after the fact, like you found us and you're like, oh, let's listen to all the old episodes. We're not still doing it. July 20th, we are cutting it off, 2018. So, dear aliens in outer space, if you see this, you also are not able to do it. Um, <laughs> but, but you've got to go to our Instagram, find the post that has the picture with all the instructions, Follow the instructions. Um, we got a lot of people liking the photo and following us, but you have to repost it with the hashtag. That's how we look up who's posted it. Um, Spencer Heim, our buddy, I had to go on there and, and remind him, I'm like, put the hashtag. I can't do that anymore because we're starting to get quite a few people. But we are giving away a sinusoid cable. It is a beautiful cable with blue tech flex. It's quarter inches, white ends. Uh, Scott said it's what, about 12 feet? Yeah. Yeah, we don't, we're not... It's like five feet away from me right now, but I'm too lazy to go look, so... <laughs> so, if you were to fold it over, like, one and a half, two and a half times, it, that... But, yeah, so check it out. Um, our guys over at Sinusoid, great guys, awesome people. Um, super chill. Are super chill, really, really cool. They're uh, letting us do this, so we're really excited about that. Um, but we're going to go into the what's new. Chris, what you got new? Um, we are still waiting on our base to get put together. Yep. Because <laughs> well. he told us it would be ready before Nam, and then he texted me what three days ago, ish. Oh, it he was did. Like, yeah. You didn't saying, tell me. Oh, he said he's yeah. wanting to use a belt sander on the nut to shape it, and his what? godfather or whatever was gonna give him his, so he was having to wait till that happened. A belt sander? A belt that sounds, sander. That sounds like overkill. Possibly. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna tear this nut up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. So I'm guessing, Marissa, you're in the same boat, sitting, waiting, wishing. Tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tears. Tears of a clown. Uh, I just watched the the Office episode uh, on that one with Ryan and Smokey Robinson dying. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That reminds me. Let's watch the West Wing again. <laughs> right, we need to watch it. I'm uh, watching I mean, it tonight. This is episode 18, so we are on our seven-episode countdown to our season one recap. Season one? <laughs> no, no, we're just we. What we? What, I, I still think that we should just watch episode, watch the pilot episode, and let, just let Marissa take it in, and we'll all enjoy and listen to her talk about it. We'll do a commentary track. Yeah, we'll be like, all right, guys, sync up your episodes in three, two, one, and go for it. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Hey, so if you're listening and you have a good idea of what we could do that ties into the West Wing, let us know. Because Scott and I love the West Wing, and I think we're like hijacking an episode about it. <laughs> this was uh, the original idea for the show. We just yeah. pivoted to oh. guitars at some point. Oh my gosh, I forgot that that was actually the original idea. <laughs> was talking about the west wing and then we're like we should probably talk about guitars we're like yeah let's go with that i wonder are there any west wing conventions we can go to oh my probably everyone dresses up as like their favorite character scott who's your favorite character who's rob lowe's character 
Uh, Sam Seaborn is Rob Lowe's character. I mean, I think my favorite character is Josh. Josh is a good one. Uh, what was it? Lyman's Lemons or something like that? The website? Oh, yeah. His, his little fan website that he got he got sucked <laughs> into and made bad decisions. Oh, wait, 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 wait. My favorite character is Donna. Donna Moss. Donna Telemoss. Donna, Donna's the best character on the show. Second, uh, maybe CJ. I'm no, I'm a huge Toby Ziegler fan. Solid. Solid choice. He's very much like me though. And the just kind of grumpy and like <laughs> mad about everything. So I I'm just less Jewish. So. Oh gosh. So this has been I, your West Wing minute. Uh, <laughs> in a in a Bartlett minute. All right. Um, <laughs> Scott, okay. what do you have that's new? So I have bought and received a pedal this week that I was super excited about. Um, the KTR. <laughs> no, oh god! I requested a refund on that. I still did. You I finally do reply. it? Yeah. I haven't gotten uh, a hold of them yet, though. Uh. So I'm going to keep poking that one. Um, you could have no. just gotten a refund while you were there. You could be like, give me the money out of the <laughs> yeah, drawer. Really. Right oh, we were yeah. at Eastside Music. <laughs> we were. I, I, Twice. I literally saw the guy yeah. I've been exchanging emails with. Yeah, I know. I know. You should have been like, I'll see you in a cup. You should just send him a message, like a threat. Like, I'll see you next <laughs> week. I'll be the really tall guy. You'll walk in <laughs> to the party, and he'll just like stare, drop his beer. He'll like, oh God, he's here. <laughs> Was it when we were at that party? Was it you who told me I should just like pocket an equivalent amount of pedals that were just yeah. sitting out on the floor? Models? I was like, I was like, just grab them and be like, nah, we're even and leave and just leave them, <laughs> leave them confused. And they'll be like, they'll be like, one of the guys is like, I think that's Scott Hamilton. <laughs> um, I know, yeah. but r for real, I got the Binford sixty one hundred from Pelican uh, Noiseworks. Oh my gosh! Which what what was your serial number, Scott? Um, I have serial number one. Oh. 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 <laughs> Apparently, if you get serial number one, you get a round of O's. Oh, oh, yeah. So that continues my long tradition of single digit serial numbers from Pelican Noiseworks. So. <laughs> oh, my. What, so, what are your other serial numbers? Do you remember? Uh, my silver Pelotar is number five. Yeah. And my 5050 is number six. Jeez. My 5050 is like number 40 something. It was a later in of the first batch. Yeah, but I've got a pink Pelotar, but that one's like, that's the last of this of them, because Leon's my boy and made sure I got one. So, yeah. So I plugged it in. It it is the craziest pedal I've ever owned. It does so much cool stuff. I will probably. This is Sunday right now when we're recording, so I did a quick little preview and I was going to do a live stream and just didn't get around to it. So hopefully sometime this week I'll have some free time now that's on a board and I've got it figured out. One of my favorite things that Leon said was this pedal could become unusable really fast. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dude, that's awesome. So like if you haven't checked out Pelican Noiseworks, uh, Leon's the owner and everything he does, he can't just do something simple. Mm -mm. Nope. Like Not he can't. All. And that's like one of the things. So like Matthew's effects, we, you know, we've talked about. Uh, people getting upset that he put out a reverb that was like normal sounding everyone's like what the heck so if leon put out a normal sounding pedal i think people would be worried they'd be like oh my gosh well He's gonna, it, like, the the delay and reverb are normal until you turn the other two knobs yeah 
so there's quite a bunch of, there's like there's a delay the reverb has fuzz on the trails yeah and what the delay is the delay have a ring mod is that what it no. was uh the delay can feed back into itself and yes. then it has a step up on the trails that can okay. go anywhere from you know a quarter step all the way up to a full octave so it does that rainbow machine thing yeah which is my favorite thing right now i've been playing with it for a while um so yeah i've got that on my mini board right now with your father um that i also finally started playing with this week that thing's a lot of fun it's really a great sounding reverb uh the um the cosmonaut set yeah like that's it, it it when i played it i was like why is this not more popular that like ethereal kind of sheen that goes on top of everything it's really sweet yeah so that that's a great pedal i'm glad you ended up with it me too i don't <laughs> think i that wasn't even in my listings i actually just messaged you first because you were just like if you sell the father let me know i messaged you i was like so you're still interested and you're like yep well and i paid you what you paid for it too so yeah i was just like yeah i'll still pay full price for that yeah i broke even on it i got to play with it for a while and it's a it's a great pedal so and uh yeah that's what that was your what's new i guess what's mine i've got i got a new recording portable recording interface thing um (laughs) i got uh a zoom h6 which is a pretty flipping sweet uh so we were at nam and and they had uh, scott had a tascam and I was like, man, that's really cool. I need to get one. I was like, because I want to be able to do field recording and do interviews. I actually did an interview that should be coming out soon with Marcus Gullen. He does our intro music uh, and outro every week, music. Every week he uh, does our intro music. Like He actually has to... <laughs> this will help us from making him fly in every week and re-record yeah. it. <laughs> so I, we're uh, trying to... S- bring your operating costs down just a little bit. Yeah, we're actually about $70,000 in the hole on this podcast. <laughs> um, but you know, it's a, it's a wise investment in my opinion. It'll pay off soon. Yeah, that's where this is where the money is. So one I got, day, I got the I got the shirt from Gibson. It doesn't fit, but <laughs> <laughs> we're we're close. They hate fat people. So oh, you know, it's like know your audience, Gibson. <laughs> a lot of fat people play Gibson guitars. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, we just found out. So we were looking at doing a T-shirt run. Um, uh, like with a local printer and we found out that a 2x immediately costs extra whereas everything yeah. from small to extra large costs the same price well that's how gibson's getting out of bankruptcy they're like <laughs> no we're not paying extra yeah smart move gibson oh my gosh <laughs> chris, wow chris is just like he's like he's like we're gonna like al so al john uh is on the videos on youtube so we've got the video that came out so we have a youtube uh, channel don't we yeah weren't we gonna talk about that we're gonna yeah we're gonna talk about that in a minute gosh we're gonna segue i'm gonna segue into this check this out hold on like i'm I'm gonna slide in like butter let's see let's see how this goes okay so um on our youtube channel which we just started with a lot of nam content um well it's actually been up because we were putting the episodes on there and no one listened to it on youtube but it's there if you want to go watch it I don't know what you're going to watch, but... Watch um, a screen of Logan. Watch a screen. I, I used to Static. listen to podcasts on YouTube at, like, yeah. work because it's easy to have a yeah. YouTube up 
Oh. Not your phone. Oh, that's true. Um, so, but you can go on there and if you want to listen to the podcast episodes, they upload there weekly as well. Um, but we've got a lot of content that we got from Nam interviews, stuff like that. Uh, and our Gibson tour of the Nam, or so not the building, not the, oh my gosh, the, the tour of their Nam booth with Al John, um, from Gibson is actually doing really well for us. Uh, but he's on there commenting which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't I you know what? I'm completely lost on why I was even talking about Al John going on there. <laughs> I don't Your know shirt why didn't fit. That's, My that's shirt didn't there. fit. <laughs> and Where's then it? we and then Al John was on YouTube. <laughs> and then we've also got an interview with Line 6 and that brings us to our first set of gear news, which Stuck is the landing. Uh, uh, 6 out of 10. <laughs> 6 but I was hoping for a 5 out of 7, but I'll take a 6 out of 10. <laughs> um, but uh, Line 6 uh, announced at Summer Nam uh, their Shuriken Variax. Uh, with the, they've got this beautiful guitar. Um, yeah, so the, the Shuriken yeah, is an existing Scott. line that they've had of the Variax, but they released it before. It was a, it was a baritone scale length. Mm-hmm. Whereas now they're releasing it in a standard scale length, which I'd probably be more attracted to, mm-hmm. because um, especially because what's cool about the Variax stuff is like they do the alternate tuning on the fly. Yeah. So like I can just I can flip a switch and while the guitar doesn't go into like drop D or tune to an open chord or one of those kind of it things, it digitally changes your tuning. Yeah, yes. and so. I, I mean, for someone like me who's used to playing a 25 and a half inch scale guitar, you know, I'd, I'd want that to still feel like a 25 and a half inch guitar. Yeah, but it's it's a if you see this guitar, um, they'll we'll put a link to it in the show description. It looks interesting. Jamie Davis, I believe was looking at one i'm guessing it was jamie davis because it's line six and variax um which variax works with the helix really well um yeah that's that's another really cool thing about a lot of these newer ones is the they i think it it, take, it requires two cables if i'm not mm-hmm. mistaken i think so um, uh, i believe it was alan was our tour guide when we did our video with them on the nam floor I don't know. You guys kicked me out of my seat, so I went and got distracted. <laughs> so yeah, funny you were thing, sitting I, there, you, you, sitting there you went with full grandpa, just sitting there. So we had to get rid of you. <laughs> well, I was just sitting there, and then and then they're they're like coming my way, and I scooted out, and then there was this Boom. guy kicking it on bass, and I actually went live on Instagram. <laughs> with, but if yep. you watch if you watch the interview with Line Six, you can see me walking around aimlessly <laughs> in the background. <laughs> and I, I feel like we could turn that into a drinking game, like. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna mess around if I wasn't trying to be serious. I knew we were actually trying to be professionals. Um, <laughs> so I was actually. I was gonna like start doing uh, like the elevator walking down like Michael Scott. <laughs> the, the escalator. Like oh, I gotta go to the warehouse. Like set up a little thing. And start drinking coffee and going down. But uh, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So they, they actually talked about this in the video. So it's pretty cool that you can go and go to our YouTube, which we'll put a link to that in the show description whoever uploads the episode <laughs> and uh, that if way you I can kind of see um what they're talking about and the, the it's just it's really neat uh very was way ahead of its time Very, and yeah. it's yeah it it's seems like, like it's it's like 15 years old at this point isn't it yeah 
thereabouts. It's forever yeah. old. And the thing is, is it came out and people were still in the, ew, digital modeling. Like, they were just afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yep. that's like, line, line six really hit it out. Of, I mean, they had it figured out before anyone else, in my opinion. Um, the What's it? The, uh, they, were the le- they made it mainstream, really. I mean, it, the pod is what took digital modeling. What was it? The pod? And they had the little bean looking pod. What yeah. was that? Is that the... Like everyone had one, the pocket pod. Uh, it's the red one that looks like a little kidney bean. I it's, think it's, it's every pod. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Every. Well, pod it's not that like the floor. It's not it. the floor pod. Okay, whatever. <laughs> y'all, y'all, and your gosh darn. <laughs> I mean, we know what you're talking about. I just don't remember what the actual name of it is. Yeah, it was a. It was one of the models of it, and then uh, the flex tone amps. Yep. Uh, that was I had one for a while, and that thing was awesome. And it had like the floorboard that still ran with the Ethernet cable. Um, it was just it was way ahead of its time, in my opinion, because it seems like everyone's finally catching up to it with stuff like the Kemper, uh, the Head Rush, and now you've got the Helix, which is you know just kind of an updated version of the pods. So. That's what. I, that's all I got to say about the war in Vietnam. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything to say about this, or am I just gonna keep rambling? Yeah, I mean, it's not fully my style, but <laughs> the, yeah, it I, has a I'd cool get a, look. I'd probably get a normal Variax, not a shuriken. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, I'm but, down with a shuriken, dude. I want to look like I'm about to be in the like. What's that band? Ghost. I mean, the only reason mm-hmm. I would get this is if I got the baritone model, just to be different. So, I've never played a baritone guitar, I don't think. I've touched one, but that's been it. You've played I one. Feel, yes. The, uh, the only time I ever got interested in a baritone guitar is when I found out that the guitar player from Stained, I can't remember his name. Mike Mushtak? I Was he the one from Stained? I'm Googling this. I think he is. It sounds familiar because he had no, yeah, it was him. Because I always got him and Dan Donegan mixed up because they had Digitech stuff. Stain I think Dan Donegan, huh? Stain had a had Mike Mushak had a or he had a signature something like they they came out around the same time and it was like when I was younger in guitar and like I got those confused, kind of like the weird things that you get confused for no reason. But yeah, Dan Donegan was the guitar player from Disturbed, I think, and Mike Mushak. Yep. So, yeah, I get yeah. to hear a lot of Dan Donegan stories around here because they're Chicagoans. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that a cat I just heard? <laughs> yeah. That's one of my cats. I was hoping that it won't pick up in my mic, but it'll pick up on my Bluetooth. <laughs> just randomly heard like a. <laughs> if it I don't even know that cat's in the mic. We're going to have to put some like extra yeah, sound effects in. And, uh, so, if you didn't hear a cat, <laughs> you're on drugs. <laughs> Or someone's on drugs. Yikes. Might be me. Um, <laughs> so let's let's move on. Let's keep moving on topics here. Uh, I love how we we're trying to do this real fast, and it's just not going to happen. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Squire came out with a contemporary active jazz master and jazz bass. So uh, we didn't cover this on our YouTube, but uh, it was at Nam, and these things look slick. Yeah, they look so, good. So you guys know I'm like everyone knows about me and fender um this actually these actually look really nice 
uh, I think they've got a really good. I picked one up and played one, and they felt great, especially for being squires. So yeah, it's a twelve-inch radius fingerboard, so that differs a little bit. Yeah, they. I mean, they look like just modern jazz masters and yeah. jazz basses, but they've got a really. I don't know what seems different about it but it has just a little bit of something and the colors are really cool mm-hmm. so they had a uh um all black and i believe they had a seafoam green one for the guitars the bass i see you've got a blue one with a matching headstock and that's another thing too the headstocks headstocks are matching in color which they don't i don't know if they always do this with jazz masters do they uh no. Uh, it depends on the model. Like mine is just uh, a raw. Yeah, I love I love it when they. That's one thing aesthetically that I love is whenever you've got a matching headstock, even on Telecasters and uh, Strats. I just something about it looks really cool to me. Yeah, I'm a fan of that versus not. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So they've got they've got a seafoam green they've got black and chrome hardware for a stealthy vibe they say um but they are hardtails uh which is awesome are all jazz masters hardtails no 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 because we're going to talk about that next week i want one of these to poke the bear right now isn't he <laughs> I'm not I'm really I'm tired so it's, I, went, I went on a rant about this like an episode ago sometimes when you go on rants I kind of just de- get ADD <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I like I I just wish they called it something other than jazz master but I mean this is a great design oh yeah because you talked about the hardtails yeah is it, yeah I remember that Let's see what so. grinds your gears. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this That's is kind group. of the the offset shape applied to a format that people want from more from Fender, which is the dual humbucker and a hardtail. Um, which is so funny because they did this like ten years ago, and no one bought them. Yeah, everyone everyone was getting mad that they're putting humbuckers, and now now humbuckers are making a comeback because single coils it used to be everyone wanted single coils and loaded strat pick guards and all this and now we're moving back to humbuckers I, it just it's a good sign of how just everything goes it's and, cyclical uh, I, I it's like cyclical. how um you know how like guitars always become popular 10 or 15 years after they're out of production mm-hmm. yeah yeah because suddenly they're cheap and available, so an influencer starts playing it. Yeah, so th- there was a conversation about uh, the whole Gibson thing, and one of the guys was like, "Yeah, everyone was, and you know, everyone was uh, complaining about '90s Gibsons, and now people want those again. It's like that's what it's just it's what happens. I'm waiting for Robo Tuners to be popular in 15 years. <laughs> okay." Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Marissa doesn't right. say but three words except for to come in there and be like, yeah, right. <laughs> dummy. I, I'm one of those weirdos that just actually likes robo tuners. I just wish they weren't standard on everything. I think yeah. they're a cool concept. Well, that was the thing. They were like an add-on or you bought the robot Les Paul. Yeah, back when it was Min E-Tune or whatever they called mini-tune. it. Mini-Tune. Yeah. I mean, that was like cool. And then whenever it started forcing, and now it's one of those things where you've, if, if you think they're cool, you're in the minority 
I mean, I think you, you're always in the minority, but it's like now people are like shunning you. They're like, oh, you like those? Yeah. Go sit in the corner. <laughs> I'm just singing Green Day off the side here for a little bit here. Wait, what? What? <laughs> I want to be in the minority. Oh, oh brother. Oh, oh. Really? Yeah. Really, Carter's? It took you that long to catch that one? Really? That, was a whole, that wasn't a great song, though. It really wasn't. It wasn't. <sighs> that I was mean, not. It's that got was like a, harmonica what's the, and uh, what's the squeeze thing? Accordion. Just let me remember <laughs> a, a, an earlier time when I liked Green Day. What was the what's the song that warning yeah I hate that song too I that love about, that song yeah I bet you do so <laughs> I don't know how this is released a new line of pedals <laughs> which you can find on our YouTube <laughs> sorry i was just making sure we threw that out there again no we hear your cat in the background again just, meow, there's meow, a cat going meow, meow. You, they don't hear it on the podcast i swear they don't i they hope won't they do <laughs> i hope so my gosh apparently the cats come alive at night i need to let my dogs out at least then usually they're pretty lazy just All ignore right. so the Fender's cats guys got three new pedals yeah, coming to the Fender. market that they released Tell us at again, Summer Jam. <laughs> Get us back on track. <laughs> no, they had three really cool ones. So they had the uh, Engager Boost, Pelt Fuzz, and Full Moon Distortion. Yeah, the Full Moon Distortion, I was really surprised by because that, yeah, that that's was featured good. in yes. our video. He just had, what what was it? A f- what amp was it? Was it a Blues Junior? Probably a yeah. Junior. I think and it was like a Blues Junior. And just a basic Fender guitar. And he got this tone out of it that I was like, Where'd the Mesa come from? <laughs> yeah, so their pedals are not bad. I mean, there's a lot. There's a few things we could gripe about, like the delay doesn't have a tap or even external tap, which... I mean, I just bought a delay pedal that doesn't have a tap yeah, tempo on those it. Those are like personal it, so. things. Yeah, but I feel like it should be an option that's available. Yeah, especially in this day well, and age. Well, the whole thing is... In my, so we were talking about it at NAMM. I'm like... Look, the enclosure is so big. There's no way that there's no room for an external tap. Yeah. Right. Like, if you're not going to put a tap on it on board, that's fine. At least do like, I mean, look at the canyon. You yeah. had a spot for external tap. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot smaller. If So if you look at these pedals, they're actually pretty big in size compared to, it's not your standard, uh, what is it, Hammond 1560B or whatever. I'm sure that's not even close to the right number. I mean, even but boss it, size pedals. Yeah, it's not. It's bigger than a boss. It's it's all, all the Fender pedals are on the larger side. Yeah, yeah, and it's that's it's kind of a bummer on that. But the good thing is, is they what they make up for, and like they look nice. They have a really good look to them, and they're not they're metal. They're not cheaply made. And, and I, the other part I love is the knobs. Have that light up on them? Yeah. That was the yeah. coolest thing. The nights, <laughs> the knobs light up. That's something that you're probably going to see some people copying. Yeah. Well, I, I'm assuming it's a part or something like that that's just becoming mainstream. And so you'll see other builders pick it up. But yeah, it does add to the cost. So we'll see what happens. They're, and their pedals are kind of expensive. Um, they're they aim, kind of in they the boutique. High. 
Yeah, they're in the boutique price range. Like I think their del- delay was what uh, one ninety nine, two hundred bucks. Everything was up in that region. So yeah, and so it's one of those. Mm, I don't know how well the line's gonna do, mm-hmm. but it's they ha- they look and feel great and they all sound really great too i there wasn't a pedal that they turned on that i thought sounded horrible yeah yeah oh i mean it, i keep coming back to the full moon distortion because what was also cool about it is it had a built-in boost mm-hmm. that was switchable yep. which mm-hmm. you know that was one of my favorite things about the kilt from jhs as well that in the v2 they took away and a lot of people were like oh why'd you do that i, I that was a i think that was a bad decision on their part yeah, so. but the V1 kilts aren't holding value. So, well, the thing about the V1 kilts though was a lot of people had problems with like grounding issues. Hmm. There was a, a big thing, and they they were kind of noisy. But I always found that about JHS pedals. JHS pedals were kind of noisy, and, and that's just the X Pandora as well is a noisy pedal. The what? That's what the 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 circuit's based on mm-hmm. is the X Pandora. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, like, I'll, I'll trust okay. you on that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Sounds sounds right. I'm gonna start throwing like random facts out there, see if people can <laughs> Let's play a game. Oh my gosh. Truth mm. truth or fiction. <laughs> <laughs> What's the game where you have to like do you tell like are two truths and a lie or something like that? Yep. <laughs> yep. We're gonna do that. So but, the Malcolm Young. Yeah, let's all stay focused. Um, <laughs> so Gretsch came out with a Malcolm Young signature, uh, which if An you don't know who Malcolm Young signature, oh, right? is it actually affordable? I never looked at the price. It's a six thousand it series, so it's not crazy expensive. Uh, hold on, let me do it's my might be six thousand dollar series. Uh, if you consider three thousand six hundred fifty-five U.S. dollars, oh yeah, yeah, affordable price for Gretsch. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Mm. What? <laughs> no. Not well. That's it's like, not no. electromatic, but it's yeah, way it's, cheaper than like a. It's on par with like uh, the White Falcon and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean. And it's custom shop, so. Yeah, it's not horrible. Um, so, if you don't know who Malcolm Young is, he how was dare the. You? Yeah. No. Who yeah. Do you, wh- how? Where do you get off? <laughs> <laughs> no, the bus. Like, where are you getting off? We're going to pay over soon. But, no, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, Malcolm Young was uh, the rhythm guitar player in ACDC. He's the brother of Angus Young, the lead guitar player, who's the more famous of the two. But Malcolm Young was definitely a guitar player's guitar player. Uh, he was he made a lot of the acdc sound and people don't realize it mm-hmm. everyone yep. accredits it to angus but like that's like you hear like the intro to uh it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll that that just grind and beefy rhythm that's that's malcolm all day um he passed away uh i believe it was earlier this year or late last year uh, i think it was last year but he uh passed away from alzheimer's so they're doing a really cool thing and putting out this uh signature uh gretch and they're doing a full production run i believe they put it out before uh last year they did at some or at nam 2017 they did a salute jet and now they're doing a full run hmm. and it it looks exactly like the guitar that malcolm was known for playing yeah um it's got one pickup uh 
how God intended and it. It's a TV Jones Powertron. Yeah, TV Jones Powertron pickup. And, and it's uh, got routing for the other two pickups, but they're they're empty. Yeah, so you can add them if you stuff. want, but I see a lot of people, if you're buying this because you're a fan of Malcolm Young and ACDC, you're probably not going to change anything about it. No. no. I could see people buying it and like who don't know who it is and adding stuff, but... Yeah, it's, it, it's got like a. It's not really a Bigsby, but it's a vibrato without the bar on it. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, it actually it's only only uh, twenty seven hundred dollars. <laughs> yep. So I mean, that's if you're looking at a Les Paul. I mean, it's not that far off. Well, even then, it's just yeah. it's you can't find a lot of signature guitars that are in a good price range like that. So usually when you put a big name on them, they go way up there. Hang on, hang on. How much was the Silver Sky that everyone was saying was outrageously priced? I didn't say it was outrageously priced. It's only $300, $400 cheaper. Yeah. I don't think anyone, not anyone here... Are you talking about some people online? Are you starting stuff with people online? That's my job. <laughs> that's yeah, that's job. your job. Sir, stay in your lane. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. Sorry, next, everybody. Don't worry. Next week, I won't talk. We'll see what it's like to have an episode without Diaz in it. Be 15 minutes long. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Half of that silence. No one will get distracted and everyone will stay on topic. <laughs> uh, but we're going to go to our episode because uh, we've been talking for a long time. You mean our topics? Um, we're, we're, <laughs> Wait, we haven't been in our episode this whole time? Yeah. What? I said we're going to our topic. No. no. <laughs> Did I not? Play it back. <laughs> Let's. Alright. We're going to our topic. That's staying. For this episode. <laughs> I swear I said topic. Nope. No. It's late. Okay, yes, so normally we so normally we record on Sunday at like, like three p.m. their time, four p.m. Eastern, and it Here is now currently twelve thirty for me. So yep. or twelve forty, so which is at twelve forty a.m. Monday morning. So I've got that going for me. But we're going to be talking <laughs> about broken and failed designs that we continue to use. So a lot of. Uh, being online you see a lot of people complaining about stuff um so schnobel tone uh roman who's uh who runs the schnobel tone channel and all that he does some and some like mods like he has a vp junior mod where he puts the tuner in it and it's like four hundred dollars um but he just came out with a replacement string for a vp junior that apparently is not indestructible but definitely does not uh break that easy um yeah it's kevlar it's, cable right i don't know if it's kevlar because they compared it to the vp 40th anniversary which i have that is kevlar which is 40th. kevlar yeah so i don't know if his string is kevlar as well but apparently there's something about it there's a unicorn tail in it or something i don't know <laughs> oh, um, i mean you can make magic wands out of that so yeah so um but that's like that's a you know that's a design flaw uh 
if you consider it as, all right, so some people consider design flaws, some people don't. I mean, the problem, the thing is, is you, you're you're using pedals and these foot stomp, like foot switches is a prime example. Foot switches go out. I, Brian Walpers talked about it. How the the uh, rate of failure on foot switches is tremendously high. Um, but these are items that are made for you to put your weight onto. You're rocking back and forth on a volume pedal. And I've seen some people use these and they're not, I mean, we, we use these rugged things and we don't treat them like they're made of eggshells. So stuff happens. So like the VP junior is a prime example. Your Schnobel tone did a machine that like kept it moving and they got 120, it was like 122,000 movements out of it. If you think about it, that's a lot. Yeah. 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 I mean, some people, they they're standing on their volume pedals the entire time they play, though. Yeah, That's true. You got these, and and especially in praise and worship music, where swelling and ambient noises and kind of creating pads using the guitar has been a thing. You're putting so much into this. I mean, think about how many times a volume pedal is a pretty simple design, right? Yeah. Oh, it's incredibly simple. Especially incredibly. like a VP Junior is incredibly simple circuit. It the, the whole genius. The reason we all love the VP Junior is because of the way it feels. Yeah, it it has a smooth uh, mechanism. Mm-hmm. And but it's an incredibly simple design, and you're you're using this incredibly simple thing as controlling your volume. There's that. I mean, you, you we could go into the debate about yo. You've got a volume knob on your guitar. We can go into that or at another time but you, you have this thing and 122,000 movements out of it and then the string breaks and a replacement string for a VP Junior is like 5 bucks to your house and it's a 30 minute headache maybe an hour headache if it's your first time doing it and you don't look at a video on YouTube because there's easy ways to do it and then there's definitely hard ways to do it and you've got like all this and but people want to complain like their their string breaks on this pedal how much is a vp junior like 120 bucks new something that expensive new i think so something like that wow i mean you can buy them on the used market all day for like 75 bucks 70 bucks um and the string breaks and you're just like people just want to get a new they're like i need a new volume pedal it's like why <laughs> i've never mm. understood that that's a but it's a it's a it's a design fail if you i guess you could look at it like that um and then another one's like gibson headstocks you know but what what at what point do we like just give up and stop trying to fix it it seems like Gibson tried to fix it and people are making fun of him for it. Well, yeah, there's the famous John Mayer quote about one just of my guitar, Just what my guitar needs, a taint. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it's one of those things that, like, the VP Junior, they addressed it in an updated version. Um, yeah, which I have. I have the Kevlar string. And I, I think a lot of us, our immediate reaction was, oh, cool, well, they sell us the Kevlar string. And so... Um, you know, the discussion started about this, the Schnobel tone thing being like, oh my gosh, is $25 worth it for this? 
and I, I, my kind of reaction was, look, if I'm going to replace the spring on this thing, or I'm only going to want to do it once, mm-hmm. and if it's going to cost me ten bucks more, I'll pay that twenty dollars more. Well, I mean, that it also includes the tool, which is going to cost me five bucks. Yeah. I think that's how I justified it. Yeah, I think we were talking about it with the tool. So you've got the tool, which is just a hook. Wait, they I mean, give you a tool? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Schnobel Tones comes with a tool. Oh. Yeah. All it is is a hook. Okay, well, I was going to say, because like, I went out and bought a whole hook set to do mine. But anyway, continue. How yeah, much did you spend on it? I'd probably use these pair of pliers that I have that would wind up in my hand at some point, And so I'm going to get pinched or something. You know, like... Mm-hmm. 20 bucks i never have to deal with it again until the pot break until the pot burns out i mean that's pretty good yeah i agree but that's the way i viewed it i mean it i can definitely see how someone who's cash strapped and says five bucks versus 20 bucks i'm I'm always spend five bucks i mean i mean the whole thing is is number one you're taking his word for it which i'm not saying that roman would lie Mm -mm. but he is a mark i mean you're gonna market your product and so you're also taking a risk on a new product that's not really well known and i mean a lot of people the main complaint is on the vp junior is it seems to always break during rehearsal (laughs) like i don't know what it is about (laughs) sunday morning rehearsals and people just getting mad about their vp juniors when the devil was trying to stop the good news happening you know that's right despite what the devil was doing we let the lord move in this place tonight. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Lord. How are you? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm not going to hell, guys. I actually do go to church. That was just... I live in the South, and that's what you hear. Stuff like that. True. Don't. That's my favorite thing, is whenever you go, and uh, like the power goes out, and everyone's like, despite what the devil tried to do, we still had worship. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, no, I, I don't think that was the devil. I think that was the tree that fell. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a tube burning out or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You, my fuse blew. Okay. Uh, so you asked Sorry, the question, how long do we live with a bad design, right? Yeah. And so like, like Gibson headstocks is one. There, there's two issues with Gibson headstocks. Yeah. Um, one being there's, the snapping issue. And, and the other one's the tuning. Your, yeah, your G string's never in tune. Um, yeah, so the the string butler came out, and everyone like makes fun of that. Well, because it's uh, an eyesore. Yeah, it's what? An eyesore. It's not though. It's not. If you get the one that matches, if you get a black one that matches a black headstock, you barely can tell. But you covers deep, the in your heart of hearts, Diaz. You know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've actually thought about buying one. I might buy one and do a review on it and and try to get some of them YouTube subscribers, which you also to go do right now. Pause the episode. We'll wait. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> if you can tell, we've been kind of on a YouTube kick tonight, or some of us have me um but and then you put jazz master so what's the issue with jazz master i mean what isn't the issue with a jazz master i mean oh damn any, anybody <laughs> you meet that has a jazz master like oh I, i'll use the term real jazz master but like a traditional uh, jazz master did um, you say that with your pinky in the air <laughs> no i just i felt a little little nose going up <laughs> the real jazz master a real right. jazz master uh, 
<laughs> like if, if you, especially if you buy a, a one of the crafted in Japan models, there's a mm-hmm. lot of work you got to put into them before they're good. Um, but like the 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 floating bridge design in the Jazzmaster is not very popular. Uh, and then I know a lot of people change out the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Mastery. So, um, so the floating bridge it, it does go back. It's supposed to wobble back and forth in the original design, and so people get messed up when you're restringing it or things like that. And so you get stuff like the mastery bridge where instead of having it float and, and rock back and forth, they just made the bridge posts bigger. And so they fill the hole fully and it, it just sits there like a tunematic does. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't slot any of the bridge posts, which I think telecasters had a few models where they didn't do that either. Yeah. And so if you hit the string too hard, it hops. Mm-hmm over a little bit and suddenly you're out of tune your intonation's off and junk and then you can't find that that notch where it's supposed to be sounds like anyone who buys a jazz master is dumb disagree (laughs) why is that scott i like my jazz master a lot (laughs) it's actually i it was fun i didn't play it i'm not a fan of jazz masters so they they feel funny to me yeah, I mean, like, after picking up your guitars, I totally understand why you wouldn't like a Fender, just because it's just a very different feeling guitar. Well, no, I do love Fenders. I love Fender Telecasters. I like Strats, too. Jazzmasters just feel weird to me. I think it's the body. You think the it's body? just because every, it just feels like it's three or four frets over? It almost feels it, like you put you, you put the guitar on your left leg instead of on your right when you sat down yeah, and played it. that might be it. Yeah. And that's why it's comfortable for me. Like, I, I like having a bigger guitar. Because you have two left legs? Yes, I have two <laughs> left legs. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, no. There, there's a lot of arguments to that the Jazzmaster design was broken, and then there's the people who are really insistent that, like, oh, you have to keep it original, and a mastery bridge is cheating, and, oh, you know, there, there's all those kind of internet forum posts that you always see. So it's see. like the people who are like Jack White, they're like, let's make it harder to do what we want to do. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, there's stupid. something there's something <laughs> to that, though. Of like, Is there? When I, when I play my Century that has a wood bridge and a single P90 and, it, you know, it, it's a struggle to play that guitar, but it, it brings a different vibe out of me by playing it that way yeah that's true but i also feel like there's it i don't know i think the people who get mad that people change stuff just need to find something else to do with their lives get off Mm. the internet get off of the gear page go outside it's a wonderful (laughs) world out there look i'm not even being mean i'm trying to give you life advice life Life advice with ideas yeah do thoughts of Diaz. There's other stuff out there. Don't go to McDonald's. Gorilla Burger. It's, it's fun. <laughs> we did that at Nam. That was a lot of fun, actually. It was. Whenever I had Champ. Champ, if you happen to ever listen to this, I'm <laughs> you're my boy. Uh... I actually sent him a friend. Re- I actually sent Dustin a friend request, and I sent him a message. I said, "Add me, Champ." <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Like five minutes later, I was like, "Boom." Friend request accepted. I was like, yeah, I'm in. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think that wraps up our topic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yep. I just think like the main thing is, is that with these broken designs, the market kind of squares itself out 
Like everyone complains about VP Juniors, but it's still probably the number one selling volume pedal of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of people complain about Gibson headstocks, but Gibson tries to fix something and everyone throws a fit, gets their little panties in a wad. And then you've got the Jazzmaster, which just, that's, it's a Jazzmaster. It is what it is. Like it or leave it. I left it. <laughs> so Scott likes it. But yeah, um, so thanks for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Look for the giveaway. It's free stuff, guys. I don't get why people don't don't do that. And check, go to the Facebook group, uh, facebook.com/group/slash/the-effects-loop. And if you have any ideas for topics or anything you want to convey to us, you can go in the group, tag someone, post it. We're usually in there, or you can email us at theeffectsloop at gmail.com. Also, hit so, up the YouTube. Hit yeah, we need to add that, Scott. What are you doing? You should have added that in. To the notes. You're all able to edit this document. You know that, right? Yeah, but are but we you really do such responsible? A good job at it. Oh, it's like on. it's like when I tell my wife, it's like yeah. Um, she's like, you can make your own dinner. I'm like, yeah, but it tastes so much better when you make it. Hey, I use that one too. Do you? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. he does. Marissa, it tastes so much better when you make it. So just make the dang dinner. Um, but yeah, check out our YouTube. Subscribe and all that. Keep your eyes open. We're going to do... We've got Trigger. a couple more giveaway stuff going on. Um, also, if you didn't listen to the last episode, we are doing another giveaway. Uh, we're giving away a Gibson shirt. And uh, all you have to do is tell me what riff I played. The first riff in the Stringjoy interview on YouTube. So go in there, listen, try to figure it out. Um, I already had a couple guesses. They were not right or they didn't know, but just figure it out. It's a lot of fun. There's a hint. John Mayer played it too. So it's actually a horrible hint, but we'll see you next time, guys. Uh, For the effects loop, I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Marissa. I'm Scott. All right, we'll see you. Bye. 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 So, just leave it. <laughs> no clipping. <laughs> what was that again? That's going to make it in the episode, isn't it? <laughs> if I'm editing, yeah. Yes, that will. Yeah, I may still leave it in there, too. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, okay.